1: Brother, my brother, me, and fight Show for the modern era, and we are celebrating today. No more human interaction for a year. Yay! 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 We did back to the safety of my shell. We did Max Funcon. It was great. We did E3. It was great. I'm done. Was it? I'm done talking to everybody. I know Max Funcon was great. I don't believe you when you say that E3 was great. Okay. Max FunCon, it was great. I did E3, it was. So, did you guys have a good time at Max FunCon? Max FunCon was amazing. We made so many new friends, and there was a man who had a plate of sausages in a hot tub.
0: That's really the only thing I took away from Math. the entire weekend. Jesus, guys. Did you what? not go, did you not do like any of the, did you do the, like I went on the spelunking session. You went, to went a spelunking session. Yeah, yeah, I went on a on Ashcon spelunking session. It's called. Mm. It was called Ashcon's Subterranean Adventure. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, Subterranean we, on the late night. Yeah, it was really nice. We went down, on deep inside of the mountain, and we mm-hmm. fought. Uh, we fought mole people. Is that where you
1: you brought back a sword that was glowing that had some runes etched on it? It Is was that... an
0: etched, runed glow sword um, that lets me know when there are either mole people or podcasters nearby so that oh, bitch, nice. that bitch was going full-blown neon crazy the whole weekend yeah now I, got, See,
1: I i did the steve ag's lazy river session and <laughs> i ended up at the bottom of the mountain i yeah. don't know what happened and it was yeah. terrifying It was yeah. not lazy at all now had, the
0: tricky thing about my my etched rune sword is that john hodgman is both a podcaster and a moleman. Right, so, so that was so I didn't know, you know, I didn't know whether to strike or to giggle.
1: I last year at the con, I got myself an room sword, but it just lets it glows whenever haters are around. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I, it it lets me know when haters are around the corner, like about to hate
0: mm-hmm. on me
1: or or there. You know. are,
0: there weren't that many haters at Max Fun Con, though, were there? No, no,
1: no, no, no. no. But at E three, it glued so hard it became sentient and blinded an Asian businessman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So that was <laughs> that was too bad. Uh, this is, of course, an advice
0: program. Uh, I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. I'm your middlest brother, Travis McElroy. I'm your baby brother, Griffin McElroy. Seriously, guys, if you came out to Max Funcon, thank you so much. It was it really was such a great weekend. You are all collectively my new best friend. Yeah. And LA, fuck, I'm glad to not be in you anymore. Hey, and, LA. Hey, LA. Just one quick note. Just uh you know, constructive criticism. You fucking suck.
1: <laughs> no, you know what? I'm in, in the, the minority. Ground. I'm the minority of the three brothers. I love LA. I'm gonna get a t shirt this. Um I mean it was Travis walk around with stars in his eyes.
0: I was like, Where's the, the
1: contracts, people? Let I will like, say,
0: I saw so many celebs, no kidding. Like I saw a shock aside from it, of
1: course the great celebs there at Max FunCon. How many? Uh, what celebs did you actually get? What did we get on the show floor? We
0: got. Uh, well, I saw. T- we saw Tim Heidecker coming out of the Arc Light when we went he, and saw. Yeah, uh, he was at our show of uh, of Prometheus. Shitty, shitty alien, shitty aliens four. Um, I saw. I saw Dave Foley just like walking the street with his kid. What? Cut me yeah. out! No way.
1: I saw the saddest thing I sh- saw all week was I saw Vern Troyer rolling into the conference center, mm-hmm. and then I saw a man trip over him.
0: Aww. What?
1: How can Does you guys that- say you hate L.A.? <laughs> um,
0: well, let's, say, let's just say none of these people were smiling. Yeah, Did you okay. guys
1: talk to Dave Foley, by the way? No. no he didn't have he, the nerve. I
0: don't know what I would have. I don't know what I would, like, f- like, fuck, man. I'm so sorry. Can I help? Can I, is there anything I can do to help you? Dave, David, I'm so... Let's get you back on track. (laughs) I I just want to set you straight. Is there anything I can... I can help chip in? Is that a... We didn't talk to Tim Heidegger either, Travis. We really needed you with us. See, this is why I
1: should always be there.
0: Pardon me, sir. Pardon me. I saw... Who's the woman from Weeds and the West Wing? Mary Louise Parker? I thought I saw her at the Burger King in the LAX... But that doesn't mm-hmm. seem very probable. Does it? <laughs> no,
1: it was probably her. You're probably right. She's... She
0: she was there with like a family of a, like maybe a husband and a daughter. Like okay. is she I didn't do the trouble of Wikipedia, it. I just saw her while I was walking out with my Tinder crisp and I was like yeah, that's probably Mary Louise Parker. The
1: thing about Mary Louise Parker she loves chicken tenders. She was she eating called, a
0: chicken tender through a wry smile, and I was like, right? oh, that's probably, oh man. that's probably the MLP. She calls
1: them chicken tendos. That's, uh-huh. how, that's how excited about them she gets. Yeah. She's like, Justin, let's go to the BK get some tendos. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't know, MLP. I'm married. I'm not sure. But she can. also calls Nintendo Nintenders, which is really <laughs> weird. Uh, let's get into the advice. Um I'm going to be driving across the country at the end of June, and I'm wondering if you have any advice for doing a cross-country road trip. Mostly, I'm wondering how to avoid going insane while driving by myself for 12 hours at a time, five days in a row. That's from west coast to best coast. Oh
0: Jesus, it's you for a you're in for a pretty rough trip gonna be kind of a thing i did i did i did this exactly once i drove from cincinnati down to huntington and then from huntington up to boston and uh most of that was by myself and it was a total Mm -hmm. it was a total nightmare
1: i drove from uh huntington to oklahoma and back a couple times yeah it i've never uh taken the plunge and gone completely across country i mean i think everybody at some point like fantasizes about doing like the route 66 traveling the american highway Mm -hmm. um and i think that that lasts all of about five hours and then you hit like pennsylvania and you're like oh this is dump
0: yeah well actually pennsylvania is great because pennsylvania has the turnpike that is i think the speed limit on it is 158 miles an (laughs) hour so you can just like get in it and it's like a vacuum tube that like sucks you through the state as quickly as as humanly possible
1: whenever i picture doing that like route 60, you know cross-country thing i always just and i know that this is the eight year old in me i want to stop at every like roadside attraction and giant Mm -hmm. plaster dinosaur let me
0: taste your gravy
1: yeah. <laughs> now, I see here you have the world's best coffee cake. Let me get a piece of that, please. I would Yay. like to experience hey. this. I always imagine that if I'm going to drive from 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 one end of the country to another, along the way, I'm going to write a lot of wrongs. And I don't write wrongs <laughs> in my neighborhood, but I kind of feel like if I do that, I'm going to become a wanderer, yeah. and I want to be the kind of wanderer, I don't want to be the kind of wanderer that steals your kid when they're going to the bathroom. I want to be the kind of wanderer that sets things right and helps people, you know, finds people that are missing or maybe So you like, want to like quantum leap across the country. Figures out who stole the pie. Just like helping, you know? Yeah. I want to be like a like came from Kung Fu, just, just helping people. Um, or Bill Bixby. I wish I, I did that here, but I don't know. Everybody knows me and they think I'm just, they think like I'm hypocritical.
0: Mm-hmm. I think every person of a certain age has that. When, whenever they do go on a long road trip, they try to uh, fill it with a, a whimsy and a meaning that just does not exist. Like they, like as they drive through, they're like, "Yeah, man, this is life. This is what it is. This is this is the real America." They they just oh, watched El- they just watched El- they just watched Elizabeth Town. And they like want every single stop to be like, oh, this is so steep in history. I'll be changed because of this. And I really think that the 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 wheels come off of that wagon uh, really quickly when you do drive through, say, an Oklahoma, and you're like, oh, it's 115 degrees here, and I haven't seen a tree. I want to die. I want to die. And I How probably you, will.
1: I mean, I don't. I've never done such a long one. I mean, my my typical advice is always just just the easy stuff like get a book on your phone no, no no she's driving she can't do that at all that's horrible advice i said on your phone like get a audio book oh, okay i think like get an easy but that
0: that cuts that cuts down on the whimsy you know what i'm saying like you can't really appreciate you can't soak in america and life and this american life um, if you're listening to you know the new Grisham, it's hard for you to roll the window down and put your hand out the window and do that just, like do that snake thing and just like let your hair blow. Just become one with the fucking road, you know. Right. You can't do that when John Reese Davies is in your ear, just like telling you how it is. <laughs> well, what I mean, what, <laughs> preach
1: it, Jim Dale. Let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> should, should we? Uh. Man, I I do miss Maury. I wish I had my Maury to spend Tuesdays with. This is a good book. <laughs> Wait, oh, fuck, I'm here see, already. That, I, took, that was convenient. See, this is why I recommend podcasts instead of the books, because yeah. I get caught up in the book, and I'm like, but what's going to happen to Harry? And then all of a sudden, I'm swerving all over the road. And, <laughs> what? Wow. How, how into this book are you? Well, whenever I, whenever I listen to the book on tape version of the novelization of Harry and the Hendersons, <laughs> I get pretty <laughs> into it. <laughs> Don't punch him again. He just wants to live with you and be a <laughs> family and love. Damn it! Novelized version of John Lithgow. <laughs> Relax. He just wants to stay with. You. Oh, I'm in a Holiday Inn. Just drove into it. Fuck. Just drove into the building. I'm in the pool. God damn it! Wait, there's John Lithgow. That's a, j- John! John. John, you're not gonna believe this, man. Listen.
0: <laughs> um, how's your fish? Uh, oh, yeah as a fish, something expensive. Yeah, really. Your two options are uh, whimsy, but that's going to require a lot of work, a lot of mm-hmm. suspension and disbelief, a lot of
1: pre-pro, a lot of yelping,
0: mm-hmm, a lot of mm-hmm. yelping, uh, or total turn your mind off, just like distraction. It like <sighs> it's like sleeping, but you have to be awake to do it. You know, like you have to zone out so hard. And there mm-hmm. are podcasts that will do that for you. Prairie Home Companion. <laughs> it you want to know the
1: horrible, op- horrible posture thing I do when I'm driving by myself on a long stretch of road? What? I'll set the cruise control and I'll sit cross-legged. <laughs> oh God, Travis! Travis, you yeah. really do that? Not even. I haven't done it in a long time because I haven't been on like a big. But like when you're driving back from Oklahoma, there are literally like 40, 50 miles of straight
0: nothing road. Like yeah. you don't
1: see another car. For half hour, forty five minutes at a time,
0: but trade off, it takes you thirty car lengths to stop. <laughs> to <laughs> right. stop your vehicle, that, that is.
1: That is a, oh, you take oh. a little. You set your cruise control. You get a little shut eye. Oh, yeah. yeah. this person stopped in front of me. I gotta hold on. Wait, <laughs> I need
0: to. Ah, I was
1: doing oh. hold on, Char- Char- Charlie a Horse,
0: Charlie Horse. Ah, fuck, Ooh, I'm just, dead. Ah, everyone's dang. dead. I ran the. Is there anything scarier than accidentally falling asleep behind the wheel? And oh, not man. realize Is this not a thing that you guys have done? Oh, yeah. No, yeah. I just feel really alive afterwards, though. <laughs> I drive... <laughs> it, like, don't do it. Like, see, it was the stupidest thing I've ever done. Was, I, I tried to drive back from Bonnaroo the day that it ended. Um So I was still, like, floating on opium. And, uh... No, that's a joke. Opium... Sp- body, body just coursing with American cigarettes, tobacco. The, yeah. American
1: spirits, uh... grade tobacco. Just
0: American spirits and opium. And, uh some sort of it was like a black oil and you i drank it and i you uh, mean oil i guess it was just it might have just been oil but a man gave it to me and he called it spirit water anyway uh i was just rolling i was floating on spirit water and had a van full of people and i was like all right time to go home and i drove the seven hours back from tennessee to west virginia overnight and i would just like i would just like be driving and then all of a sudden, I would hit a rumble strip and realize that I was in a different state than I was a second ago. Jesus, uh, that's terrifying. And I did, but it, I couldn't have been asleep the whole time, right? Because I'm talking about entire state jumping. <laughs> I'm talking about it must have been some sort of some sort of twilight region between between sleep and awakeness. Anyway, well, there was
1: there was a long period of time when I worked in Charleston. I was driving an hour to work and an hour back. And there would be times that I would leave work and suddenly be at
0: home. And like, I couldn't, I couldn't tell you anything. How did that, this happen? Know? Yeah, literally, There was like, no whimsy like, well, on oh my way. I meant for this to be such a whimsical return trip. And instead I'm home and, oh no, it was all a dream. I'm dead and in heaven.
1: <laughs> I think it might be a really great opportunity. Just what if you could spend the entire time with no stimulus? Just spend it oh, thinking Jesus. about everything, and just clearing. Oh, put it. some tape over the clock. Yeah, just you know? clear it out completely. Put mm-hmm. some tape over the windshield, even. Yeah, Need some mushrooms. I'm not. Mm-hmm. No, not that. that not what, that's that's kind Don't of stimulating. That. I mean, and just, just like, watch Fantasia 2000. Mm-hmm. Good to town. Just get in there. Get a broom and just unpack your adjectives. You know, just sweep it all out. Yeah. Get everything that's been on your mind out. Figure out where you are going. By the end of it, you'll you'll be Maury. You don't you don't need to spend Tuesdays with him anymore because you'll be him.
0: I you'll think I him. would eat my own arm in this scenario that you have described. <laughs> all right, fine.
1: Just just for something to do, just for the
0: novelty. Um, oh, I have two arms now. I want to be like with one arm. This will be whimsical. Do you want a Yahoo answer? I do. It was sent by Ethan Booker. Thanks, Thanks Ethan. Heath. It's by Yahoo Answers user Jamal, uh, who asks, What was the goal of Al-Qaeda in their assassination of Dale Earnhardt? Ha <laughs> In February 2001, members of Al-Qaeda tested their infiltration skills on American soil by sabotaging the race car of Dale Earnhardt Sr., which ultimately resulted in his death. Several reliable sources indicate that this was an attempt to destroy the country's morale in the months before the planned 9-11 attacks. However, it's common knowledge that most U.S. citizens do not watch NASCAR. If so, what was Al-Qaeda's motivation for killing Dale Earnhardt?
1: Okay, first and foremost, disclaimer, Dale Earnhardt was a perfectly fine human being and it's the tragedy of his loss. What the fuck?
0: I mean, Uh. I think everyone knew that. We don't have to... We're just telling people.
1: What yeah, but going. I'm probably going to launch into my anti-Dale Earnhardt thing later. And I I did not know that you had strong
0: feelings one way or the other towards Earnhardt. I do
1: not have strong feelings towards Dale Earnhardt. It sounds like feelings. you're
0: about to have them.
1: Well, I have strong feelings towards the number three never forget and it being everywhere and, like, it was a tragedy, but this making him a saint. I almost lost a job over it once. Um, I think that – anyways, I don't like NASCAR. Um I like this job. How did you, I, like this job how did you I have to know how you almost how, lost the job? You can't just leave those breadcrumbs out. Come on now. I, I brought it up and my boss literally looked at me and said, take it back. Oh, and I said, Excuse fuck. me. And he said, oh, fuck. What I job swear was to God, take it back or you're fired. What job was this? It was when I was working uh in a shop at, at OU. Uh, and I made a joke about how he Oh god, this is a terrible joke, but I was an asshole in college and I said all he did was drive a race car really fast and apparently not that well. Oh, and
0: Travis.
1: I know. I don't defend the joke now, but is that really something to fire a man over?
0: And so <laughs> I don't think.
1: Just because the man didn't didn't tweak his bit, you know? Like <laughs> yeah. Just because you didn't he punch up the gag. Oh, wait. Enough.
0: Was this a comedy improv shop? <laughs> <laughs> I was. thought I was here to workshop these gags. You know, yeah. it's not I was at the Chuckle Garage. Mm-hmm. And
1: we were just getting deep into a bit, and, mm-hmm. um... Dale, and had I said you, it, Dale had you hoist
0: I, it up, was lubing, yeah, lubing it.
1: I was lubing the bit, and he was like, hey, apologize. And so I was like, I'm sorry. And he was like, that was close. How? <laughs> was like,
0: thanks, <laughs> thanks, man. If you had intense. an apologist, I don't know what I would have done. I lose... In, I entirely lose control of my body and actions. <laughs>
1: I start <laughs> thinking about the Intimidator, and it's lit I go black and red. <laughs> and I... <laughs> Literally, the next day, he came in in, like, full, like, t-shirt, jacket, t-shirt, Oh, like you
0: didn't already fucking know. Like, he had to, uh... Like, just to really drive the point home. Huge Earnhardt
1: fan. Now listen, you can't apologize to Dale Earnhardt himself, so you're gonna either apologize to Junior, or you're gonna apologize to Barry Pepper, who played him in the hit Sports Channel miniseries 3. (laughs) <laughs> Apologize to Barry Pepper. Go call out Barry Pepper. Go call Barry Pepper. I'm sorry, Barry Pepper.
0: I'm sorry, I'm so, Junior. I'm so
1: sorry. I'm sorry, Barry Pepper.
0: Now leave me alone. I'm going to go jerk off with this pins oil. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, oh, God I, damn it. This is 530.
0: This is 530. I need 400 to get it in there.
1: <laughs> I don't like this guy you worked for, Travis. I want to call him.
0: How awkward is the apology that you have to make to somebody when you make a tasteless Dale Earnhardt joke? Because are you... It was pretty (laughs) awkward.
1: Because we were also, like, on our backs underneath a platform attaching legs. So we were lying next to each other in the dark. So it was, like, doubly creepy. Kind of romantic. the other thing was, it's a dude in theater, right? Like, in no way would I have ever suspected that this was a touchy subject with him prior to this. Right. It's not like you were dissing... Terry cloth bathrobes and small dogs, right? Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> um. Oh shit! Why does why did I have to, I? I know we've gone over this, but I have to know why he demanded an apology and wasn't just like, "Oh, that was kind of tasteless." What does you apologizing to him get him in the long run? <laughs> he
1: just, he felt I had crossed a line. I guess I don't know what line that was. Yeah, but he is not a conduit for the Earnhardt estate. You know <laughs> he, he actually was the executor of the Earnhardt estate and I, I failed to mention that earlier on in the story. Well, that's an important. He was artist. Dale Earnhardt Jr.
0: Okay. I should have said that. You My have boss to be- was Dale Earnhardt Listen, Jr. If you
1: if you believe in Dale Earnhardt hard enough and and if that's a big part of your belief system, then you have to clap your hands and bring it no, back. You have to believe that Dale is watching us all the time. Mm-hmm. Dale is watching us. Dale, Dale is, is watching,
0: watching us. us.
1: Dale is watching us from a distance. If you don't believe that, that he is always seeing you, that he can see the tasteless joke you made, mm-hmm. that he can see me making fun of Berry Pepper, he doesn't care for that either. If you can't believe that Dale is omnipotent, omniscient,
0: omnipresent, and omnifast,
1: <laughs> then <laughs> what? Are, Tra- what's your belief system? Travis? how
0: many travis how many hail berries did you have to do uh <laughs> committed that, that <laughs> oh, i'm sorry it's actually a hey berry <laughs> that's what it's called uh when you oh, when you make a tasteless dale earnhardt junior uh, senior joke you have to do uh eight hey berries and um <laughs> If you say something about how Dale Earnhardt Jr. is going to lose a race, that's only two Heyberries!
1: What What did Al-Qaeda have against him?
0: You know what they had against it. What? Because he he was so inspirational to us. He was... This was a man, Justin, who uh, played by his own rules, changed the rules. Uh, Changed his own rules? There's something to be said about the immeasurable amount of freedom had by these men who are only allowed to drive in a circle very carefully right
1: mm-hmm.
0: um and so they took that sign of freedom it's like if they if they had single-handedly killed all bald eagles on the planet uh, uh that's pretty much what they did when they killed Dale Earnhardt senior
1: i I, I do really a, like i like the logic of this theory which is they had so they were planning 9-11, and they said, okay, so that's pretty bad, but what can we do to undermine the morale of the country? Because yeah. 9 is not going to do it. It's just a massive miscalculation, I think. If you're sitting in a room planning on 9-11, and you say, you know, the problem with this plan is it's not going to make people in red states hate brown people enough. Yeah. the, mm-hmm. we re- the They're not, they're not going to be too upset about it. We really need to dig into those guys and get, like, no, they were uh, they're going to be the angriest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they're going to be so angry at all, anybody who looks like you for the longest time. They're going to be married, 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 mad at like Harry Hamlin. Like it's <laughs> going to get bad, okay? <laughs> it's going to get real. They're going to get they're going to get really mad at, at anybody who even remotely looks like you. I don't think you need to also kill Dale Earnhardt. Yeah. Can so you imagine on the day that Dale Earnhardt Sr. died being a graphic designer who had really only nailed down italicized numbers and wings? Yeah. Like, it must have been just, like, the best day for that one guy.
0: Mm-hmm. Especially if he just hooked up with, like, a plate manufacturer. Like, it's so fucking... uh Time to print some gold. <laughs> oh, gosh. I'm what? sorry. I, you know, I mean, we brought the show down, I feel like. I feel like. Let's...
1: What what could cheer? Is there any way we could cheer up, Griffin?
0: I know a great way we can cheer up when we can ponder the death of Dale Earnhardt Sr. And that's Got to watch it. Comedy Bang Bang every Friday at ten nine central on IFC. Uh, it's an absurd half-hour comedy show that only looks like a talk show. Uh, it's comedy so nice they banged it twice. Uh, With your host, Scott Ackerman, a band led by Reggie Watts, and it's got amazing guests from some of the biggest names in comedy, like Amy Poehler, Zach Galifianakis, and Seth Rogen. So you you can catch that and give it a watch. Give it a watcher. Hey, I need
1: help overcoming my absent-mindedness. Ever since I was a kid, I've been prone to misplacing things, forgetting a... (laughs) What? (laughs) What? I've been prone to misplacing things, forgetting appointments, and suddenly realizing I have no idea what I came in the room looking for. Generally, I'm very good-natured about it, but now that I'm a young professional with bills and deadlines, uh, I spend more and more time worried that I'm forgetting something important. What can I do to improve my memory and maintain some peace of mind? That's from Leonard Shelby.
0: You gotta put it in the cloud. Is that the key? I don't know. Is that like, let go and let God? Yeah, let go and let God. Jesus, take this wheel from me, please. jesus take my appointments down jesus is my stenographer got it okay dictated but not written by jesus um so uh yeah you got to put it in the cloud keep 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 e files of everything that's what i have to do i have to the second that anyone tells me i have to put calendar to eat breakfast or i forget oatmeal is a thing
1: (laughs) what do you normally end up eating then
0: nothing i end up eating hunger
1: um there's a, a sad uh, realization to make about yourself, Griffin. I know,
0: gotta put it in the cloud.
1: Is there a, what, what's the name for that when you forget something that you're, like you walk in a room and you forget what you're gonna be doing in the room? There's a, there's an idiom for it in another country. Does anyone know? For Forgetful? No. Uh,
0: forget? Fushigi. Fushigi.
1: <laughs> oh man. I went a whole week without practicing Fushigi. That's the real human cost of Max Flank. Can I tell you
0: something though? What? If you put that shit in
1: the cloud, that's true. I could have been cl- working with it in the cloud for the whole week. I could have been I could have had my Johnny mnemonic virtual reality gloves on and mm-hmm. I could have been manipulating my fushigi during my mini breaks. And you still schedule breaks. would not
0: have been the nerdiest looking person at either Max Von Connery 3.
1: Do you know uh, what I do to help remember things? What's I, that? This is not a joke. I'm really bad about setting things down in random places, like, without thinking, and then when I go to look for it later, it's, like, on top of the refrigerator or in a drawer in my kitchen or something. I loudly announce exactly what I'm doing whenever I set something down. (laughs) No, you don't! I do, too. No way! When I'm at at work and I need to, like, I'm putting my keys down, I'll say, like, I'm putting them in this chair. (laughs) No, you don't! I do, um, because I have at work because I work in a very large theater, I will put my keys down somewhere, and then when it's time to leave, uh, we will spend 45 minutes looking for where I put my keys down. So this way, I just announce where I'm putting them down. And so when I say, where did I put my keys? Everyone that was in the room will say, you Um, put them in that chair. Now now listen, I know know sometimes I get a little overzealous about Dale Earnhardt, but I work with a guy who (laughs) announces every goddamn thing he does. Today he said, I'm eating my 27th bite of this muffin.
0: I'm eating my 28th bite of the muffin. Is it? I'm throwing the wrapper away. Is it possible, Travis, that you are actually being haunted by the mischievous specter of Dale Earnhardt Sr. because of your tasteless comedy goofs and he just moves your things around on you?
1: Is it possible?
0: Is yes. it is it likely? Yes. Is uh, it 100% know, certain exactly what's happening.
1: Yeah. Every- Every culture has its own Dale Earnhardt. A lot of mm-hmm. you, some in, people call him the Sasquatch. Some the Yeti. In, J- in Japan, Dale Earnhardt fills the children's shoes with motor oil if they have been bad. <laughs> if, if they if they have been good, he leaves them a koozie. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Ricky. Have you been good this year? I'm going to leave you a koozie filled with skull tobacco products. <laughs> It's the coziest Christmas. This is the coziest. You know, every child in Hooville had no coozies, yet Christmas came anyway. Someone had stolen all the coozies. The... That is my favorite Rankin Bass animated series. When the the the, the uh, Japanese specter of Dale Earnhardt has to travel across the globe and recapture the coozies that the the uh, evil. Insert other race car driver's name here. <laughs> <It's> stolen, <laughs> <laughs> it's stolen from around the globe. Uh, Jeff Gordon is he still is he still on the pro circuit? We could do Jeff Gordon. Yeah, uh, yeah. Remember, me. I mean, known edit- for being an Gordon. evil koozie thief. Mm-hmm. Jeff Gordon is the perfect. Jeff genius.
0: Gordon hates fresh and cold beverages. Koozies and oil, koozies and
1: oil, mean so much more when I see that black liquid filling up koozies under racing Christmas trees. Other, country, other, countries, other countries are much weirder than ours when it comes to holidays, I
0: think. There's, uh, you got to
1: respect it, though. He gotta respect it. Oh, Christ. Did you ask... It? Maybe the guy was Japanese, Travis. Did you ask if he was Japanese? <laughs> Maybe that was the problem. Oh, no goof I can make you won't be racist. I want to move yeah. on, please. We've, we've entered into this weird Venn diagram of racism where uh, redneck people and Japanese people cross <laughs> over. Oh, Christ. Oh, man. <laughs> so. Yeah. Uh... uh I, this is goofy, but I take a, um. this is really goofy actually, but I'll take a picture, like I'll make my fingers like a frame, and then take a mind picture of something. If I need to remember where it is, do and you say like, click? No, I'm not like a crazy person. I just take the mind picture, and then I'll remember like, oh, okay, I put this down here so I don't forget it.
0: That's um, a That's a whimsical thing that you can do on a car drive. Just like yeah. snap, snap picks, make a little frame with your hand. But it's hard to Instagram them though. Yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. Um, it, you know what really makes me like super mad is the fact that um, my memory is selective, uh, but also really shitty. Like it's shitty about the things that it selects to remember. Like I can't remember to eat my oatmeal in the morning, mm-hmm. but I can remember the password to Mega Man Two that is saved uh, right before you've finished all of the the robot masters except for quick man it's like (laughs) i can remember the exact pattern that password is um but i cannot remember my dad's phone number if i need to in case you know
1: i i've learned over the last couple days in communicating with one of my new max funcon friends ria butcher that i can tell you like Every tertiary character in Back to the Future One, Two, and Three. Yeah. But I cannot tell you the names of most people I met at Max Funcon. Yeah, which is a shame because we kept seeing them over and over again. Uh huh. And they wore name tags like. Mm -hmm. They wore basically little things that said, "Hey, stupid, this is my name." Yeah. Travis actually couldn't remember their names. In the time it took his eyes to travel from their name tags to their eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So
0: it was pretty humiliating. He had to do like this quick, like, up and down dance. It looked like he was just, like, nodding very intently, but actually, it was just like, Jeff, okay, Jeff, dude, ah, fuck! I'll launch it. I've gotten Jeff. really Jeff, good at hey-duting. Yeah. Hey, bud. No, actually, hey-duting is where you pretend to be
1: one of the characters from the Nickelodeon <laughs> show Hey Dude.
0: Preferably yeah, sure. Ted. Hi.
1: My name is Melody. Hi, I'm Ted. Did you see how Travis actually just set up that conversation? with a plan to sabotage it. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um,
0: <laughs> Thank you for appreciating the prep of the goof. I wish... It, uh, what What's up, Griff? I just wish I could remember things better. I, or I wish I could remember more practical things. Because it is I, almost I, never that I can impress somebody with my Mega Man 2 password knowledge.
1: I, I actually... Whenever I have something I have to remember, I feel like I'm racing against time until I can put it in my phone... As a reminder, like, I, I, I mm-hmm. shit you not, I agree. You gotta have buckets. I mean, that's the only thing that I can tell you is, like, buckets for. I I, I use a service called Remember the Milk, which is a um, it's a, it's in the cloud, yeah, uh, and and it and it is a just a big to do list that is parsed out with like different areas of your life, and it when I have something I know I need to do, that the only time I can breathe easy is when I'm like race is when I can actually type it in to Remember the Milk. It's like okay, got it. That's in there. I don't have to worry about anymore. But until then, like I, I can't leave the room. I can't stand up. I won't. My brain won't hold on to it for more mm-hmm. than like 20 seconds, and then it'll just be gone forever. That's the it's, problem. It's like a memento where like you blink your eyes or you look away and look back, and it's gone. Like I will sit here and say to myself, like, don't forget to grab that bag on the way out the door. Don't forget to grab that bag on the way out the door. Don't. F-. And then if I turn and do something else. I'm out the door and I've left
0: the bag. Yeah. Like, unless I do it in that second. That's the problem with the cloud, is that, like, I'll be on a bus, like, playing Chrono Trigger, and I'll be like, I'm going to check my email. And so I go back to the home screen, and then I see my cloud, and I'm like, oh, shit, I haven't been in my cloud in a while. I'll go in, I'll be like, ah, fuck, I was supposed to pick Billy up from soccer practice two and a half weeks ago. I put it in the cloud, but I forgot to go back in the cloud.
1: Now he's just a cute little skeleton.
0: Now I have a tattoo (laughs) of a cloud on the back of my hands, so I know. Mm -hmm. Just peep the cloud. So I guess that's good advice. Just do everything right away. Don't wait. Or just, like, eat some ginkgo biloba or be fucking smarter than we are. Yeah, that would be
1: good if you can figure out what combinations of of supplements you need to take to remember shit. Yeah. Now, this is going to sound like a goof, but I've actually always wondered this. Yeah. Because they always have it in movies and TV shows like professional business people have personal assistants. Mm Mm-hmm. Is that a real thing that
0: you can just, like, hire someone to do? I or do I you make, have to, like, be I make, assigned one at a business? I make the internet my personal assistant. Right. By which I mean, like, I'll get on Twitter and be like, hey, Twitter, in, like, a half hour, can you remind me to take my vitamins? <laughs> <laughs> and how's that working out for you? Not very well. People are, Not well. I'll get a tweet, like, a half hour later, but it's like, suck my dick. And I'm like, "That's <laughs> I don't think that's what I was supposed to do. But oh. I
1: didn't need any vitamin dick. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go to the money zone. What was that, Chuckles the Clown? This message is for Kara Joy Chapman. She's at Chapman Kara on Twitter. And it's from Israel Johnson. They're best friends. She's a college student. Future coolest elementary school teacher ever. Been listening since episode three. And got me into the show by episode 11. Last year, we went to the Cincy Live show for her birthday. Where she got the poster Justin mentioned in her Twitter profile pic. She's turning 20 June 13th. Happy birthday, best friend. Love Israel. At the Monster Truck Rally this Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. One Kara man Chapman.
0: against the world. Four wheels hot rod.
1: Birthday.
0: Birthday. The ghost of Dale Earnhardt. Poster. The Japanese ghost of Dale Earnhardt in Kara Chapman's birthday.
1: First hundred kids who've been good all year through the door get a koozie supplied by Japanese Dale Earnhardt's Ghost.
0: Um, Happy birthday, Kara. Happy birthday, Kara. Uh, I want to tell you guys uh, about an album, a musical album, uh, on Bandcamp uh, by Red Sky Phenomenon. It's an album that is entirely made on a Nintendo DS using the Korg DS10, which is a a Nintendo DS game that is sort of an emulator of of the Korg synthesizer. Uh, the album's "Name your own price I mean, you can get it for a buck or two or you can get it for free and you can check it out at redskyphenomenon.bandcamp.com um, just wait a minute
1: this guy just played DS for an hour
0: he, he played was he played giving money for it he played Pokemon Platinum and he recorded <laughs> it he recorded, he recorded the sounds recorded you can get a video
1: of me paying, playing Pokemon for two hours
0: god I would probably I would probably get do that <laughs> you would buy that? I probably would. Yeah, I like seeing how people like develop their tactics and like which which Pokemons they go on. God sure. damn it! You've got a problem.
1: You got a serious problem.
0: I like to be the best.
1: This podcast is supported by Bing, making search social. Use Bing to include results from both the web at large and also social media sites like Facebook and Twitter, pulling content from your own friends and from the experts. More online at Bing dot com. Bing is for doing. For doing what? It. It. It's for doing it? Yeah. I don't, I don't love think they, Bing. I don't think they want their message tweaked like that. <laughs> Bing uh, is for doing magic. Baby you know with some of the sponsors we have on the show, they like it when we get silly with it. I'm not sure Bing wants us to get silly. So bang is for
0: riffing. What if I said uh Nizura's for friendship. What if I said I'm trying to bang tonight? What if I said hold on, wait let me say let, let me try this. Um you know what my favorite character from Friends is? What? Chandler Google no wait that's not it
1: <laughs> okay this is pretty good this is a good now listen I seriously guys I don't think Bing wants their corporate message chopped and screwed in that special way the only way do okay how about this how about this no no they said like read these things and then dip out we
0: read it I'm just saying that Google has been horseshit lately I don't know what they do anymore <laughs> uh. yeah
1: oh they spent all their time um, making goofy logos, and then what the fuck? I don't, I don't even get, get any, those logos. I don't yeah. even get search results how, anymore. How about I this?
0: Something like I don't know, balls. How about this? Bing colon because Google sucks now. And what else are you going to use? Alta Vista, dummy. <laughs> um, Charles, you want to tell us about this next thing? Sure. Um, smooth. So there's a
1: once again, we've got another Kickstarter, and I tell you what, this one looks awesome. Um, Basically, we're looking to support uh, word realms. And so I'm sure everyone knows Kingdom of Loathing. Oh, yeah. uh, The incredible stick figure game. This is from the people that brought you Kingdom of Loathing. And and so think Words with Friends if it was an RPG fighting game. And basically, through the construction of words using word tiles, you're able to do attacks and stuff. And it looks just incredible. And they describe it as Fisty Cuff Scrabble which is basically like the best thing I've ever heard. Um, the single person single person uh, version is uh, already finished and it can be yours for just $11 for a Kickstarter donation. Uh, there's only 11 days left on the Kickstarter, so make sure you go to wordrealms.com and check it out now before it's too late. Uh, I Trust me, you won't regret it. It
0: looks incredible. Sounds really neat. I, could, I, I, I get down on RPGs and Word games. Um, yeah, and this sounds this sounds like a nice a nice collabo of those two.
1: Yeah, so go check it out now before it's too late. There's only eleven days left, so don't wait.
0: So for Bing, what if Bing? What if it was just like Bing? That's good, and that's the whole thing. Oh, okay. that's nice. Bong. <laughs> nope, nope, he no. blew it. There it is. Um, So that's my bing joke. I wish I could just make the... I wish I could just make the jingle for the Korg album, Pokemon. Like me playing Pokemon on my Nintendo. Why can't you do that? I can, actually.
1: Griffin, can you just sing along with me?
0: Yeah. Money Zone. This time is for Red Sky Phenomenon! He made an album On the Korg DS10 It's like Pokemon With less Pokemon Everybody's gotta pick it up Nobody likes Fleet Foxes anymore Fill <laughs> the Fleet Foxes void! I think that's all I got It's hard to sing along with this version This is like the Chopped and Screwed Remix Sounds like somebody losing their mind. <laughs> it, I mean how to
1: like I instinct I hear you saying that and I instinctively wanna give you three dollars and ask if I can take you to the nearest shelter.
0: WordRealms.com I need help. Can you have some soup? I live on soup. I live on the streets. I fight with words. I yell at the dogs at night. <laughs> Is that audio coming? How are my levels? Is that audio coming good, through at all? Good levels. And the and so the speaker places. on the Game Boy Micro is—it's surprisingly. Dang uh, it! Yeah. Well, this is all I'm doing now during the show. Um, Griffin,
1: put it down.
0: Put it down. Okay. All right, I'm gonna
1: put it down. Griffin, I can hear you playing the game.
0: Do you guys want a Yahoo answer? Yes. Yeah. This one was sent in by Josh Papal. I haven't decided. If it's the kind of question that we could get in trouble for reading, yet okay, yay, yay! <laughs> Thank you, Josh. It's so, Yahoo Answers your question mark who asked. Really freaked out my girlfriend. Need help. As a teenager, I suffered from severe depression, and formed a strong bond with the character Garfield and his outlook. Oh, it's sad, no. but it's sad, but reading Garfield anthologies obsessively was the only thing that made me feel normal. And it eventually took on something of an erotic fixation. Oh, uh, no! To- and I think you mispronounced
1: normal. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Reading Garfield books obsessively made me feel normal. Um, to avoid feeling like a sicko, I drew pictures of Garfield with a woman's, I think a Pamela Anderson circa 1991 body and Garfield's head.
1: Yeah, because that doesn't make him a sicko. So
0: that I was assured that my fixation wasn't with animals or repressed homosexuality. This Garfield-Pam hybrid still had the same biting wit and acerbic outlook and (laughs) tended to cut herself in self-loathing while wolfing down a lasagna to fill the void after sleeping with drawings of a much more handsome and muscular version of myself. Uh-huh. these drawings eventually evolved into erotic fan fiction starring garfield and myself in my head garfield still has a woman's body but someone reading the stories would think i'm having sex with regular garfield i killed off john in a jealous hit rage i didn't touch odie i enjoy his companionship and don't mind if he watches what the fuck the stories are your pretty basic wish fulfillment stuff uh balanced with the self-loathing rants I've been doing this yeah, for- pretty
1: basic stuff. <laughs> I've
0: been doing this Nothing for- out of the ordinary here. <laughs> I've been doing this near daily for years, and I have a substantial amount of writing in a folder I keep buried in eight different folders. My girlfriend stumbled across them by accident when they came up in a search and is pretty freaked out. How can I show her I'm just a normal guy with a weird outlet <laughs> from my psychological problems and not some kind of sicko? And then they included a sample of some of the erotic fiction, and I didn't think I would ever say this on this podcast, but it's too gross to read out loud.
1: (laughs) Okay, first and foremost, ladies and gentlemen at home listening to our podcast, after this, I don't want to receive any questions of how to meet people and fall in love because this fucker found a girlfriend. (laughs) (laughs) So, on the days that he uh, has unconsensual sex with uh, Garfield in a woman's body... Does that happen on Mondays? Because that would definitely make a lot of sense. That would fill in a lot of gaps for me in the narrative. I think. I, I also like that he had to go out of his way to clarify that it had nothing to do with repressed homosexuality. As yeah. though anybody who stumbled upon this would be like, "You want to have sex with Garfield? What are you gay? Yeah, no, no, gay boys living in my house. You'll have you'll have sex with." Garfield's girlfriend
0: or nothing. You'll love Gadget, and that's it. Now, maybe, just maybe, if you put his head on Pamela Anderson's body, (laughs) maybe we could make that work. Guys, I know
1: different strokes for different folks. Listen, we've all got something buried deep inside that you never, ever, ever want anybody to know, ever. Now, I'm not saying mine... Would be as weird as putting a woman's body on Garfield's head. But it's pretty fucking weird. The secret to not getting made fun of is that you can't tell the entire world, which is on the internet. This is a secret you can never... You're embarrassed your girlfriend found out, so you decided to put it on the internet? How bad are you at internet?
0: You can't hide a Yahoo Answer in folders. No. Because I found it. I've f- found it, and I know
1: it forever now. Yeah. Now, everyone knows. This is going to... It's a ripple effect. It's a butterfly effect. Because you put this out, there's going to be, a, like, a tornado somewhere because you want to fuck Garfield. Right. And it, but, you know, the worst thing about it is that by setting a new bar of creepiness, like, the, uh, the, the perpetual creep-out arms race that is the internet... Someone else is now going to have to do something weirder and creepier than this. It's like the last scene of Batman. Mm-hmm. You know, it's escalation. You know, I've always been a fan of Heathcliff. Time to step up my game. Time to step up my game. Time to put a fucking uh, uh, Steve Buscemi's body on Heathcliff's head. <laughs> and
0: then I'm going to fuck that. And then I'm going to fuck that Come here, what I are I you, made. Catbert?
1: <laughs> I I do I really love the rabbit hole esque quality of this question mm-hmm. where he kept trying to make it better and was only making it worse like by putting Garfield's head on Pamela Anderson that was supposed to in some way improve the situation but I feel I, that it, it made it creepier yeah there's no there's nothing that's gonna get you out of that even if at the end you're like and that's what Tree of Life was about. <laughs> 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 nothing is going to save you i think when you drop the sentence i killed john off in a jealous rage
0: yeah but i like That's it when Odie watches to... i wonder what his position on normal is why not just fuck normal for fuck's sake is normal
1: i thought normal well one it's still a cartoon cat yeah, but a yeah. dude right is
0: it normal dude i thought normal was Nerm- the lady cat
1: normal's i'm pretty sure normal's asexual not that that's gonna slow this guy
0: (laughs) um do you Um. guys think i'm just where if jim davis ever saw these drawings i think he would literally fucking die i think he would fucking die i think his heart would explode in his chest and he would die he would say my baby and then he'd die
1: yeah, he's fine with Garfield minus Garfield, but Garfield plus dick.
0: Yeah, Garfield, <laughs> Garfield plus,
1: plus, plus a vagina. Garfield
0: plus sweet tits. Garfield minus Garfield plus Garfield's head plus sweet tits plus uh plus a strange dick. This is awful. I
1: I feel like the, the answer for this guy is simple, and that is you are fighting a losing battle trying to convince her that you're not a sicko. I think you need to accept the fact that you are a sicko, and it's part of what makes you you— and maybe, I don't know, try to turn it around on her.
0: How do you, right. Travis, yeah, like, yeah, tell I, me how to make yeah, that like, fucking repost work, and I, uh, I'll, I'll quit the show.
1: You say like, well, yeah, I want to fuck Garfield, but you never wear matching socks. Okay. What's wrong with you? Yeah, sure.
0: At least mine's imaginary.
1: And you don't want to have sex with the lights on. Yeah. What's your problem?
0: Only because I wear my Heathcliff mask. <laughs> Weirdo. <laughs> I wouldn't want to do anything with the lights on in a room with this guy. I'm gonna be too afraid you'd find me. I need to make be able to make a quick egress. (laughs) Hey, real quick, just for a second, let's play devil's advocate here and just like get ourselves in this guy's headspace and just like imagine. Oh, I'm not. I don't want. Guys, come, come on, come on, come on. Come through the, come through the, come through the door. We're gonna step into this guy's mind. What if I die in this dream? <laughs> if you I die, die in the dream, bear. you'll be stuck in, in Garfield fucking limbo forever.
1: You need, you need Joseph Gordon-Levitt to give you
0: the kick. Yeah, yeah. yeah the but right. you mean kick you in the head tell okay, you Okay, Garfield, die. give me the kick. Okay. I'm ready. Um, which would you... Nope. Which? which <laughs> nope. No, come on. Which would you prefer? <laughs> Pamela Anderson body and Garfield head or Garfield body and Pamela Anderson head? <laughs> if you had to party down on one of those bad boys... Which would you go with? Uh, additional information: The Garfield head is wearing sunglasses.
1: <laughs> Garfield body: suction cup hands or no suction cup hands? Uh,
0: uh, either or, whichever you, well, uh, whichever would feel be more pleasurable.
1: Will Will Garfield's head be into it? Uh, or will
0: he be like fighting against me body. is he like... being
1: acerbic and biting or is he down? Does he realize? Okay, okay. Does Garfield's head on Pamela Anderson's body realize that his very existence is a sin against God, or is he like into it? With does the, he know he, that he's a myth, misfit toy, or yeah. is he? Does he, DTF? or is he like DTF, like ready to fuck?
0: Um, and
1: same question for Pamela Anderson head on Garfield body. Uh, is she, like, wildly, like, screaming at the horror? That has, like a human centipede ass kind of situation? human centipede ass situation that she has been placed in? Or is she, like, ready? Or was she born into this world as an abomination and has accepted it over the years?
0: I think that I think the gypsy curse that put her in this, this sad state, uh, I think uh-huh. she knows about it. I think she's been aware of it for, for quite some time. So I, I think that they have both, they've both been in this world like this for such a long time, and they are just happy to have some companionship. Okay. Garfield Do they
1: hang out with each other because that's how you're making it sound.
0: Um, no, I think that would probably the weirdest
1: brothel in the world. Yeah, that would
0: probably be awkward. Um. Yeah, I mean, obviously, Garfield's head would prefer feline companionship, but he realizes that that is anatomically improbable. Is there okay. a danger? Okay, this is this is actually what I
1: need to know, and this is key. Okay. Obviously, these two things have been created by by science. Yeah. Uh-huh. Not God. This is nothing God did. It it if i have sex with pam body garfield head yeah mm-hmm. is there a danger of impregnation because i'm pretty sure that would bring about the antichrist <laughs> oh jesus is that a
0: danger i need you to answer this for me um i don't know it would be human ovaries down there i'm just saying if we're getting science on it like it'd probably be human ovaries but then again i don't know because okay. if it didn't have a hybrid dna then it would reject the, your seed your seed would find no purchase in her, her, her loamy soil. Okay. Let me ask you one more question. Okay, please.
1: Is Odie there, and is he just jerking it so right?
0: Odie loves what he sees. Either either way, <laughs> either, either scenario, way. Odie's down. Odie, okay. is, Odie is down to clown. Uh, there is actually...
1: Justin, do you want to pick first? <laughs> <laughs> well, Griffin, you asked the question, so you have to answer. Fuck.
0: I'll say... I'll say, if it's Bill Murray's voice, Pam body Garf head. Well. <laughs> well, I'm flasted forever now.
1: You had a good run.
0: I knew, it would hap- I knew it would happen eventually. Travis? Oh, no, I've already killed myself <laughs> in this
1: situation. <laughs> um, hmm. Hmm.
0: Hmm. dissenting opinion from from justice from justice mackerel i think okay what did you choose i went Pam bobby Pam body garf head uh bill bill murray voice okay i'm gonna go <laughs> so travis is dead Travis. <laughs> you know. travis if, if, th- if afforded the options travis would kill himself
1: can i throw travis's body at the corpse and buy myself enough time the, Travis's corpse at the creation, and buy myself enough. To Here's to the get problem, out.
0: though. You throw it at Pam Body Garf Head. Who's that coming up from behind? It's Garf Body <laughs> Pam Head, and and it is very upset. Okay, for many reasons. You have in your inventory a dagger and a shield. <laughs> open know, doors. Open doors are west and north. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> Can I? I am going to go with Pam Head. Garfield body, but Lorenzo music voice. <laughs> um I have a thing with the real Ghostbusters, so that, I think that would be enough to get me through it. Uh, and also you're, and... Worried,
0: you're worried about finishing?
1: I can't, I can't. <laughs> I can't. I wish- you also changed Pam Anderson's voice. <laughs> to now listen. If I have, if I, if it's, I have too much respect for Bill Murray's work. If it's Lorenzo but you could have music, left Pamela Anderson's voice. <laughs> if I, if why it's, does it have to be? I don't Garfield's see why Pam voice. Anderson's voice is not going to come out of Garfield's head. The and and I I find Larry the crash test dummy to be a very soothing oh, sexual influence. Fuck. So if I can pretend that if it's Lorenzo music's voice. And I can pretend it's Peter Finkman of the Ghostbusters cartoon, or Larry the Crash Test Dummy, or perhaps even Tummy Gummy from Disney's <laughs> Gummy Bears. Hey, Okay, How many
0: other cartoons can you ruin for me right now? I can't. That's all Lorenzo Music said oh, that I'm aware of. Just Something else. That didn't even. That thought didn't even. The thought of what would be the most sexually pleasurable. That didn't even cross <laughs> my mind. This was pure survival <laughs> instincts.
1: I can't think about Bill Murray. Even I don't want to ruin Bill Murray. Like, I don't think that that's that much to ask. I don't want to re- ruin Bill Murray for myself. We need to we need to pull out of this nosedive. Let's move on, pull out of something. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I am 24 and I'm trying to get my sexy so right, but I'm afraid there's one thing that's holding me back, Video games. I love them, play them all the time, talk about them all the time, and most people my age seem to enjoy them as well, but I can't seem to shake the feeling that they are kid stuff. And that people think of me as a man child when I play my Game Boy at Starbucks. I really don't want to stop playing, but is it time to put down childish things and start reading a newspaper?
0: That's from Digitally Distraught in Davis. Oh, man. This. Oh, fuck. This is really rough because Justin and I both write about games for a living, and so I don't want to sound like they are a thing that you should be ashamed of, but I, I, I do have a real problem with playing them on like handheld devices in public.
1: You know what? I, I feel the same way. I i play video games a lot and when I started reading this question I did not have a problem with it until so you hit the phrase Game Boy. Yeah. Which let's face it is not like not designed to sound manly in any way.
0: I don't but think that's I don't, hit
1: that there's something that suddenly becomes very childish about this handheld game. I don't
0: think the problem is the name of the, I don't think people are walking by and saying Game Boy, huh? I need a game man. I want my no. tall vintage rip
1: No, it's not about getting a game, man, it's about the difference, it's just like, it is, it's named that way, and so, you know, it's not exactly, I'm just saying that across the board, it was not designed to be incredibly adult. It's not, I mean, okay, video games, by and large, you're not going to be seen as like, a more mature, it is not going to help the perception of your maturity, uh, if you're playing a video game in public, does that always stop me from playing oh. a video game in public? No, sometimes I'm
0: not. I'm not. I don't have any fucks. You to just do. have to not give a fuck. Like I was. So, yeah. <clears throat> on an and it's also way more socially acceptable on like an iPhone. And there's that's the TV- the, that's what's so uh, fucked up. If I'm playing Pokemon on my Game Boy Micro, which I bought because I prayed it would be so tiny that people couldn't see it in my hands on the subway in Chicago, right? um, I'm gonna get some. I'm gonna get some looks. But if I'm playing it on an iPad. Which God, please, Nintendo, make that dream come true. Um, it's like, look at him; he's so sophisticated. What's he doing? Browsing the web? Nope, catching them all.
1: I, I, and I'm being honest with you here because, like, I my whole career is video games, so like, I'm not disparaging them. And I personally know the the progress the medium has made in towards like maturity over the past ten years or what have you. I'm just saying that like you're not shaking the perception that they still are a childish thing to be playing in public. I mean, people are not going to think of you as a mature person. Maybe you don't care. Maybe that's the it, see if I'm going to be in public and I'm going to be consuming media, I want to consume media that's going to make them think that I'm cool or cooler. You know, so like a newspaper looks very grown up and debonair. Yeah, but let me, or maybe let, a me book. let me counter argument that. Okay? Who the random people that are on the subway, the random people who are at Starbucks, who gives two shits? You're never going to see those people again. So This is what I'm saying. If you're not in a mood for fuck-giving, then just play it, and who cares? Like, if you're already paired off with somebody, you got a beautiful child, like,
0: fucking play but that's, your video games in college. But at the same time, there are people out there. Like, what's so great about um, events like, uh, uh, like PAX and stuff like that uh, is that when you when you like are playing your your PS Vita in public or something like that people aren't going to walk by and like give you a, a, a dirty look they're like hey what are you what are you playing like it'll attract a certain type of crowd and that, i don't think we should say that it either it won't do that or that that crowd is you know not the kind of people you should be associating with. I'm just, just fucking do it. Who fucking who gives a fuck? I wish I was playing video games all the time, but I I. Now,
1: there there are certain environments, like if you're in a reception area waiting to go in for a job interview or something, don't break out of your Pokemon. Obviously, obviously, yeah, but but I think unless was, you're going like
0: in killing some time. Yeah, unless you're going in for the the job interview for the position of number one Pokemon master.
1: I and I and if we're looking at like a, a larger scale, like. In terms of not just like what you what people see in public, the thing that has always uh, that that helps me to counterbalance whatever perception people might have of video games is that myself I take in a lot of different media like mm-hmm. I read, you know, I listen to music, I watch movies. Like it's not um, video game. Whatever people may think of people who play video games, I know for my own peace of mind that I'm a pretty well-rounded person. So I, I, I don't, it doesn't bother me, you know, what people want to think. If you are the sort of person that only plays video games, that doesn't have knowledge of, you know, what is going on in the world. Like, you know, you mentioned a newspaper. Like, are you reading a newspaper? I I try to read a newspaper every. Day. I mean, this
0: guy obviously listens to podcasts. Like, we can tell that he has some good media habits.
1: Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. You're breaking it up a little bit. Um, so, so don't give anything up. Are you saying like diversify? You know, yeah, you just to diversify. cut something out. Maybe
0: get and then people can think whatever they want to. Fuck. Em. Get really beefy yeah. strong, and then oh God, <clears throat> get yeah. get super beefy strong, and then you can play like the craziest like Japanese nudity dating game on on your PSP <laughs> get in public. Super
1: beefy strong, and get a tamagotchi. Yeah, and then when people That'd walk by, when
0: people walk by you, they're not gonna say shit because they're gonna be like, "Who's this guy?" And then they'll see your guns, and you'll be like. Uh oh. The only, time. the other thing you can do to really help the cause is play video games
1: in public, but dress like really good, like yeah, really, dress like an adult, dress super debonair. You know, I'm, no black cargo shorts for you. Yeah. you're you're dressed like an adult and playing video games. No chain to your wallet. Your wallet's going nowhere.
0: Yeah. If I saw, who's a stylish man? Donald. Jesse Thorne. Donald Trump. If I saw Jesse Donald Thorne, Thorne collecting Pokemon, I don't know how that would treat me. I could actually probably <laughs> see that happening. What about like Donald Trump? What if I saw Barack Obama like in a sweet suit, like sweet silk suit, just like, just like dip it into fire red? And I'm like, you know, tell you what would you start I with, Squirtle? Reached, You're the best president. You're a Squirtle. We've president. reached
1: a point I think in video gaming where you say those things and none of them sound completely utterly ridiculous to me. Like I could almost picture. Maybe not. A Game Boy but Barack Obama kicking back with some Fruit Ninja on his iPhone. No, no, he's a Wee. You know? He loves the Wii. He does? This is not this is public knowledge. Yeah, he's into it. He drinks a cold PBR and plays some Wii. Yeah. No, he
0: doesn't do that.
1: Yeah. He does too, you guys. He loves the Peebers. All right. Loves Peebers.
0: It's craft beer. Griffin, you know what I need? Oh, yeah, I got the an answer. Can we just do the Garfield one again? <laughs> they got... Actually, that got a little gross for me. Not going to be
1: able to do it for a few years. Well,
0: this one isn't incredibly and accidentally related to that one. Uh, It's sent by Yahoo Answers user question mark. Got to put names down, people. Got to know who sent them in. Got to cite them properly. It's asked by Yahoo Answers user XXsnailsXX, who asks, is it possibly a cat likes aggressive petting? I know that sounds very weird, and you may have had weird thoughts, but in all seriousness, my Siamese cat is strange. (laughs) I can pet him gently or tickle him or rub his ears, head, chin, etc., and he just chills like it doesn't matter. If I pet him aggressively, put pressure on him, pull at him when I pet him, he'll start to purr like he's the happiest cat in the world. He'll start fights with me, bite me, claw me, and then flop over and love on me and start purring like I'm the best cat mom ever. Is it possible for a cat to like tough love? This little guy is evil! Ha ha. Hey, cat people. No, no, no.
1: Is it possible this cat <laughs> just loves that rough stuff? Griffin, if people like rough stuff, I don't see why cats can't also like rough stuff. The problem yeah. with it is.
0: Is that we already did a cat fucking question?
1: That cats don't like cats don't have mouths. They can't tell you what they like and don't like, so you probably should assume the thing that isn't abusing them. Mm. Right? And Does I that... also have to assume, when I hear that there might be cats that like rough stuff, that there are cats that like it super romantic. <laughs> 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 you light some candles, yeah. pour a glass of wine, tie of some smooth mm. mu- music. Hey, baby.
0: And baby, this cat, you just... this cat loves a, a warm, warm bath. Why don't you drop some salts, baby? Sometimes
1: my cat and I will meet at an agreed upon location and pretend that we don't know each other. Mm. Hey, what you doing in this alley, girl? Damn! Mm. Why don't you come on home with me? Let me get you some warm milk, perhaps a
0: flea bath. Hey, Damn. hey, baby, you uh, you want some pussy? <laughs> Yo. That's a little joke, I yeah. th- That's a little joke I like mm-hmm. to tell. Cause I'm a sweet, pussy. I'm a sweet <laughs> pussy well. cat. I'm a straight shooter. Hey, you want some cottage
1: cottage cheese mixed up with peaches?
0: Come on. Baby. I ain't I ain't Siamese, but I would love to attach with your body. <laughs> what do you say? I'm just a little nasty tabby. Don't worry about it. Yo, this
1: little bad girl. Hey, does anybody, tuna?
0: anybody no, smell tuna? Don't worry about your bag getting all ruffled. I'm man. a short hair breed. It's gonna feel real nice <laughs> against your skin. Don't worry, baby. I've been declawed. No telling, no telling marks in the morning over here. I'm just gonna gently paw, gently massage your tummy.
1: This is a, this is a learned behavior. I remember from trying to get milk out of my mother's sack. Mm. <laughs> my mother. had to compete with four to five brothers and sisters. <laughs> Typically,
0: sp- genetically speaking, it's a large, large litter. And hey, don't worry Damn. about, it. hey baby, I'm gonna be dead in like seven years. Ain't no need. <laughs> to, ain't no need to tie You're yourself not. down.
1: You're not looking for something long term. Yeah, I dig that. I dig that. My lifespan is rapidly accelerating past your yours of humans. Mm. Mm,
0: baby, don't mess with the dogs. Mm. Don't get down to dirty with the dogs. No, listen, hey. <laughs> so I uncomfortable have, I right have, now. Leave the canary's
1: cage open, <laughs> baby. What oh, if I need a little snack of After we uh well, you know meow. <laughs> okay, we gotta stop. Okay. I, I, mean, I want to. Cool. I want to issue a public apology to anybody who was wearing headphones because that had to be the worst. I would have an ice pick jammed into my cortex because there had to be like thirty seconds, and where there was like an inner monologue of, "Are they talking about fu-? No, there's no way. There's there, no way the, that. There's they're at least still going. The creepiest part of it is there's a, the worst part, I should say, because the, the we did it. The worst part is that there's one man or woman who has just realized, like, well, this is the thing that turns me on. <laughs> God, damn God damn! it. damn! I <laughs> need to listen to
0: the McElroy brothers do impressions of a, a, a human-voiced sexy cat.
1: Yeah, it's somewhere between Red Dwarf and Red Light distance. Somebody it's, is, it's and rare. there's also
0: somebody hoping that we do a voice impression for the cat that loves to just like, just fuck, just like fuck. <laughs> If you want to do that, just go see cats.
1: The mm-hmm. thats what it's all about. Cats mm-hmm. will love to
0: fuck. Mister Mistopheles loves to cat. Loves... Colon DTF. Yeah, loves to be. He loves to be choked. Oh God! Let's end the show. Ugh. Speaking of that,
1: uh, well, before we go, so IFC this Friday on uh, IFC Comedy Bang Bang with guest Amy Poehler. She sits down with Scott and dishes on her feud with Mad Magazine and her hair. And Reggie premieres a trailer for his inspirational new movie. And the science uh, scientist comes by to help Scott and Reggie remember their dreams. So make sure to check out Comedy Bang Bang uh, this Friday on IFC, in which I am almost positive there is no sex with cats. (laughs) That's their new tagline. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So this has been my brother, my brother, and me. I am so sorry for, like, the majority of mm-hmm. it. Like, I really, really am really sorry. I feel like this should be, like, a the more you know kind of bit where we apologize to, like, the family of Dale Earnhardt mm-hmm. and Cat Owners. Jim Davis. And Jim Davis. Yeah. Yeah, everybody, I'm so sorry. So, so sorry.
0: I ain't sorry. Hey, uh, we- hey guys, I'm trying to thank John Roderick and The Long Winters for the use of our theme song, It's a Departure, off the album putting the days to bed. It's got some smooth tracks that you can really, really get down to. We, uh, oh,
1: God. I want to thank people tweeting about the show with the MDMBAM hashtag. Uh, undoodly. Uh, random Factor. Yeah, Pat. Uh, spikes and Beer. Bocom. Evan is awesome. Cole Ross. Shonen413. Church's Wife. Little Froggies. Jace Russ. Demp. Uh, Coax Metal. All my other bros thank you guys so much for tweeting about the show uh remember when you tweet about the show or suggest it to somebody uh throw in a link to our sampler bit.ly forward slash it's bam um, I, I also want to thank uh tom and brian and andrew and joanna they drove all the way down from indianapolis uh to see me in complete works of william shakespeare bridged at the cincinnati shakespeare company last night and they brought me some cheesecake and it was like the best day of my wow. life so you didn't need it did yeah you? so
0: I haven't eaten it yet. I'm saving it for a special occasion. Well, make sure you, like, make Teresa eat some first. Okay, just have her taste it, mm-hmm. just to make sure they didn't poison J- me. JIC. They didn't swim fan yeah. it? Yeah.
1: Okay. Um, if you guys would like to check it out, uh, just go to CincyShakes.com. It's Cincy with a y, shakes.com. Uh And it runs all throughout June if you guys want to come see me in
0: Complete Works. Uh, go listen to the other Maximum Fun shows. Uh, Throwing Shades, Stop Podcasting Yourself, Jordan Jesse Go, Judge John Hodgman, uh bullseye uh we got to
1: meet the uh, Aaron and Brian from Throwing Shade uh, along with everybody else at Max Fun and they are just awesome I think we're best friends people. now I
0: can't like yeah I, we're pretty much best friends uh I I don't know what the ceremony is for becoming best friends with people but I'm pretty sure that we did it with them By which I mean sex. so if you
1: haven't gone and listened to it yet go listen to our best friends at Throwing Shade mm. right now do it and uh Thank you guys for listening and subscribing and reviewing and, and everything. It it really means a lot to us. Yeah. Uh, if you oh if you'd like to send out a happy birthday greeting to someone or really any kind of message, uh, you can go to maximumfund.org forward slash jumbotron and email us. If you got a Yahoo answer we should see or you have a query, it's mbmbam at maximumfund.org.
0: Uh, this final Yahoo answer was sent in by Eddie Rogers. Thank you, Eddie. It's by Yahoo Answers user. My name is Binky, who asks <clears throat> Will Barack Obama pay for my cat food?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Binky. This has been my brother, my brother, and me. I'm so, so fucking sorry. I'm, tra- I'm sorry to everyone. Choke me! Teens! <laughs> Keep your heart, three stacks, keep your heart, hey, keep your heart, three stacks, keep your heart, man, these girls are smart, three stacks, these girls are smart, play your part.